Welcome to A Better Way Podcast with your host, Ryan Haley. Learn to excel in business God's way, where the supernatural meets the practical. Experience a better way to succeed and learn from real-life business owners and entrepreneurs who have prospered in unconventional ways. Be inspired by their true stories and realize that prayer can become your practical source of provision when you embrace walking by faith and not human sight. And now, here's your host, Ryan Haley. This week in A Better Way, we pick up in the interview with Johnny and Jeannie Rhodes where we left off last week. Well, I go home and and proceed to let everyone know that we're going to be closing the clinic. We're going to Bible college and and uh, and shutting down the house and packing everything and getting everything ready to go and and he's finishing up his treatment course and and I'm working again on the weekends in the ER and and so so we get all of that done. By the time he gets ready, I've got the entire house packed. Uh, packed and in the garage, it's ready to go. And so the the day he gets done, <clears throat> I go get him. We fly back from Georgia. I go finish a couple of shifts in the ER down in Southeast Texas. We drive back after I've done two night shifts. Well, technically four because I flew up there in the middle of all that. We drive back to Sulphur Springs, Texas, rent a truck, load everything up, and drive straight to Colorado. We don't wow. even stop to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, after working four night shifts in a row and fly so you've already sold the business or closed it down I couldn't get anybody to buy it so we close it down and and I have all of that done I have the house ready and so so we load up the truck and drive out here we have nowhere to go nowhere to stay no job uh, nothing like that we get here we look 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 can't find anything because housing here is so tight and and we're about ready to drive down to Colorado Springs and the lady we were working with, the realtor, says, calls and says, how about right next to the school? I said, there's nothing next to the school. We've looked. There's nothing. She said, trust me. <laughs> and as we drive up the driveway, as you're driving to the driveway, you see the sanctuary from our driveway, <laughs> literally. And I'm like, okay, sold. Okay, how much it costs? We want it. We'll be there. Yeah. And so, so many wonderful things happened. You know, there were people in it, but she had to get them out. And so, so, but we have, we have this truck full of all of our stuff and do we put it in storage and rent a storage unit and then unpack it and then repack it and move it again. And she says, oh, just put it in the garage there. So she let us store it in that wow. garage while the other people were moving out. That saved us loading and unloading. Uh, and then when they get out, she says, well, I got to get it cleaned. I said, I know how to mop a floor. So she paid us to clean our own home, <laughs> uh, and we got to move in earlier, and, and, and it was just a wonderful thing. We walked to school every day for the first year. Wow. It was a, it was a great gift from God. Yeah. It's but, amazing how he lines things up, mm-hmm. all the logistics, all the things. When he's calling you to do something, I've seen that same thing happen, even coming yeah. to Karis and before that, mm-hmm. how he just creases the wheels when you submit yeah. to his will and just watch the magic happen. We were like, thank yeah. you, Daddy. It was awesome. So everything's great and wonderful, and I fly back to Texas to do last stretch of shifts before school starts. I'm making really good money, and it pays the rent, and it pays the tuition. So I fly back to do a stretch of shifts, and while I'm gone, I cannot get hold of Johnny, which means one thing and one thing only. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so... So we're here. We're ready to go to Bible college. And the day before school, he's drunk and has a crack pipe in his hand. And, uh, mm. and yeah. when, I, when I return home, um, we, have, we have a very serious talk about 
we can't live this way any longer. We cannot live this way any longer. Uh, I won't enable you, and 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 you're you're killing us. I can't do it. And that's the first day of school. And so the first day of school. That's the first day of school. So the day before, wow, he was drunk and high. And the first day of school, we have this conversation. And of course, he's not very happy about it. Uh, he's not happy with himself. He's not happy with God. He's not happy with me. He, he's definitely not happy with all these fake Christians who showed up to this Christian school. <laughs> and oh, yeah, so exactly. on the oh, second day of school, which was a year and a day ago, wow. tell him what happened. Yeah, you know, it's just to backtrack just a little bit. Um, we were coming out here for Bible college, and she was working part-time in the ER. And and I forgot about this piece, but when we were driving the moving truck out here, somewhere in West Texas, before we crossed into New Mexico, she looks at me, and she says, you're going to work for the school. Hmm. <laughs> and I said, yeah, right. I said, okay, yeah. I just blew it off. I'm like, I'm not going to work for the school. Because my mind's focused on getting there and getting planted and replicating what we already had. Just rebuilding a practice or a, an ACO or just stepping into some type of entrepreneurial medi uh, medical business. Right. And the Lord shut that down so fast. Because when we get here, I start looking at the, the demographics and the medical demographics of Colorado Springs and Denver. And it's primed for what we can do. Hmm. And less than a week of, of just doing projections and just trying to show my wife what we can accomplish here in very short order, God shuts it down. He says, stop. What do you mean stop? But he tells me to stop. And I know I'm hearing from him. It's clear I'm not supposed to do this. Um, and... I'm like, well, what am I supposed to do, Lord? He says, you'll apply for the school. You'll, you'll apply for a job at school. What? <laughs> That's what my wife said. <laughs> and, um, and when I looked online, and this is before the relapse, but I'm looking online at jobs at the school, and they have a job for the phone ministry that pays $10 an hour part-time. $10 an hour part-time when you had made, in fairly recent history, a medical practice go from two hundred dollars to $700,000 in revenue mm -hmm. in right. one year. Mm -hmm. Right. So probably a little humbling, <laughs> to say the least. And I'm like, Lord, um, <laughs> how's this going to work for us? And he said, trust me, this is where I want you. Wow. So I apply, and I was intimidated. Phone ministry? You want me to pray on the phone to people? I was scared. But I knew I heard from the Father. And so I did. I applied. I put my <laughs> I put a resume together and submitted my application and then was just waiting. And and in the meantime, um, as she said, she went to do a shift in Texas and um, I gave in to temptation. And that was a crushing blow for me because I'd just gotten out of rehab, been accepted to Bible college, and here I am walking in failure once again. And at that time, I'd given up hope. I was like, there's no way for me to get free from this. I'll never be free from this. And of course, she comes home, and there's no hiding. I was at the stage of addiction that 
once I started, there was no hiding it. I mean, it was very obvious and uh, very out in the open at that point. And, and we did. It was not at a place of filing for divorce, but it was at a place where we can't live like this and we're not going to be together because um, it was destroying both of us. So I forced myself to go to school. The whole time, application pending with AWMI. Still for the phone ministry. Yeah, for the phone ministry. Meanwhile, all this is happening. All, meanwhile, all this is happening. <laughs> mm. And school starts. Literally two days before school starts, I've got a fifth of whiskey in my hand and dope on my living room table and a crack pipe loaded out of my mind. And the first day of school, I don't remember. I don't remember the first day of school. I remember not wanting to go. I'm like, this is a waste of my time and a waste of my our money. It's not why. Why put effort into this when I know it's gonna fail? That was my heart and my attitude. Mm. <clears throat> so we have it out. We have another fight that first day of school and I pack a bag. I'm ready to just walk. I'm like, I'm done. I'm done with this. I I can't get free. And we wake up to come to school the second day. And I'm even more angry this day. So we get to school and we sit on the back row of, uh, you know, that middle section. Mm-hmm. It's the back row, not the very, very back of the sanctuary, but the back row of that first section. And we put our bags down and, oh man, I'm seething. I'm seeing people so full of joy and life and they're happy. And I'm, I've got hate in my heart. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why are they free and happy? Why can't I get that? I didn't understand it. Because I'd lived a periodic religious life. I tried to do works to get free. Mm. Jump through the hoops of treatment and to get free. And it never set. It works, never worked. works, works. Yep. So I was angry. And then praise and worship starts. And the, I don't even know what songs they were singing. I kind of want to get their playlist and compare it to this year's playlist. Because God rocked our world this year as a memorial of what happened. But they start playing and worshiping. And I just erupt in anger. I start cussing. I'm cussing my wife. I'm cussing people next to me. I'm cussing at God. And she's like, calm down. I said, I'm not calming down. I said, you know what? I, I said, this is all fake. I said, Andrew Womack is fake. Karis Bible College is fake. All these fake Christians around here. And, I'm, and they're looking at me like, who is this guy? And I, and I don't care. I said, I'm not here for these people. I mean, if, if, if God was so loving and real, why am I not free? Hmm. That's what I said screaming if God is real why am I not free God if you love me why can't I be free like these people that I see and I said screw it this is not real it's not for me I'm done and I throw my bag in the chair and I walk out I kick the door open and begin to walk home and I was gonna disappear I'd given up. I said, this is not ever going to work for me. I can't ever get free from drugs and alcohol. I'm done trying. And as I began to walk down the concrete stairs to make a beeline to home, the Holy Spirit speaks so loud to me. And I just heard it in my heart. Johnny, if you leave this property today, the devil's going to kill you. And I can't stop him. 
because you're giving him permission. Mm. Wow. <clears throat> and through my years of being addicted around the mountain of addiction, I've been in the streets. I've been to prison. I've faced death in the streets, been shot at, been in knife fights. And it never stopped me. But that day, when I heard the Lord say, if you leave today, he's going to kill you. The devil will kill you because you're giving him permission and I can't stop it. I didn't know what to do with that. It stopped me in my tracks. Wow. And I'm like, first time in my life I ever considered that. And then I thought about something else. I said, if I'm not here, who's going to be there for my wife? Mm. I said, God, if I'm not here, who's going to be there for Jeannie? And uh, I stood there for I don't know how long, seething, still cursing, mad. And it was the first time in my life that I came to a decision to act completely contrary to my emotions. Hmm. I said, I'm going to turn around and go back in. I said, I don't believe this is going to work, but I don't want to die today. I don't want Just to not today, it. at least. So I go back in, and when I go back in, my wife is worshiping the Lord. She's got her hands raised. Her eyes are closed. I don't let her know I'm back. I'm standing about a foot behind her to the right of her, and I'm watching her. And everybody's just worshiping God. Their focus is on Jesus. And I'm standing there, and I made a decision with that level of anger and what I perceived to be hate in my heart against God and everybody else, I made a decision. I'm, I'm going to submit to the Father. Hmm. And I'm going to worship Him. Wow. Against my better judgment. <laughs> and, and, and it felt like my arms weighed a thousand pounds, but I made a decision to lift my arms to the Father. And sometime between the beginning and the end of that next song, I was set free. Wow. He showed me, and I can't even put this into words, but he showed me his love. Mm. And when he showed me his love, everything broke in me. And that was the first time in my life I had a taste of what freedom was like. And I knew it. I mean, from, the, from my spirit, I knew this was real. My father, he told me in that short time, he said, I'm not mad at you. Mm. I've never been mad at you. I'm not disappointed in you. I know your struggles and I love you. And I'm like, you can't love me. Look at what I've done to my life. Look at what I did to my wife. He says, you're my son. And I love you. <laughs> and for some reason, I wish I could understand how it happened. But my heart received the revelation of the Father's love. And I've never been the same. Hmm. Revelation of his love set me free. And it was another two months after that before some of the depression and rage was broken off of my life. But that was the second day of school, and that was exactly one year and one day ago. <laughs> Praise God. That our wow. miracle happened. And wow. literally a couple of weeks after that, I get a phone call from the phone ministry <laughs> saying, yeah, we want to uh, interview you. 
And and I'm thinking, you don't know who I am. <laughs> if you knew who you were talking to, you probably wouldn't want to interview me. But they interview me, and through a short process of interviews, I get hired on at the phone center. Ten dollars an hour, part time, and it rocked my world. Mm-hmm. I, I began to see miracles manifest on the phone. Wow! Praying for people on the phone, people getting up out of wheelchairs and walking. Wow! Demons being cast out of people over the phone. Over the phone. People that were addicted calling in and being set free <laughs> over the phone. And God said, "This is why I called you here." It wasn't about money. It was about freedom mm. and imparting freedom to his kids. And it's just been a miraculous journey, man. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. He's an awesome God. Yeah. He's an awesome God. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It just goes on and on. I'm telling you, Karis Bible College is the most amazing place on God's planet. <laughs> I think it's critical to just kind of... Uh, highlight something that you said that was really important that even though you went against every emotion that you had every feeling in your your mind your feelings your body even yes you chose to submit yourself to the father i chose yes and in that he was able to break through into your heart with his love yeah because unfortunately as we know there are some people who can go through a first year of Karis bible college some unfortunately just very recently and tragically not receive that absolutely uh, the enemy will steal kill and destroy as we give him permission which was so important of what you just said that jesus he gives us a choice Mm -hmm. he absolutely does and he wasn't going to be able to stop the free will decision Mm -hmm. you were about to make to plunge headlong into destruction and let the devil kill you so it was a free will choice on your part right but he's always there waiting for us. He's, he's not going to force us, but he's there to receive us back. And praise God you accepted that invitation. And it was it was miraculous. I mean, it was truly mm-hmm. supernatural. Um, the, uh, yeah, I mean, the entire atmosphere shifted. Um, I left. I left Karis that day. It changed, man. Not perfect, but <laughs> changed. Radically changed. From one encounter with the Father's love. Mm -hmm. One encounter. One encounter. Wow. That I tried for 30 years to get. Mm. And didn't know how to get it. But praise God. (laughs) Wow. Man, I don't even know. Where to go from there? I got more than I bargained for <laughs> on this one. I didn't know any about that, about yeah. that stuff when I interviewed you guys initially. But wow! So as he's changing your heart, and you're getting incredible breakthrough, praying with people over the phone. Um, talk a little bit about. I mean, obviously, you're still you know you're still going back to Texas Mm-mm. at this at point. that point in time. Yes, I was. So, and and that that made sense, right? You know, Johnny's. Thank God, he's he's back. He's had an amazing encounter. Now mm-hmm. you're doing what seems like the right thing. You're mm-hmm. still going back to the ER in Texas, getting mm-hmm. paid all your expenses paid. They're paying you three hundred dollars an hour. Mm-hmm. You're working four twelve-hour shifts, so you can do the math. But that's paying for what six months of rent. Yeah. 
Yeah, so go do a little bit of work here and there over a holiday weekend, take a long weekend, whatever. <clears throat> and and they pay they pay for everything. I go fly down there, do what I do, and I and I'm good at it. I love it. it, it it's a it's a wonderful job, and it pays exceedingly well, and it makes sense. Why would I Why would I work elsewhere when I can go do that and and pay six months rent for four days worth of work, <laughs> in in a in a place where rent is quite quite pricey. So, so I'm continuing to do this, but now we start school on September the fourth. In October, the Holy Spirit starts knocking on my door saying, Hey, <clears throat> you going to do all of it? You're going to let me do something. And, and I explained to him very politely that I made a <laughs> lot of money and uh, that it paid the rent, it paid, it paid our tuition, and could he not understand that in four days I could make a whole lot. And so thank you very much. I appreciate your offer, but I'm doing pretty good. So in November, he knocks on my door again and says, So... And you're just going to keep doing it all. You're going to let me do something. Mm. And, and, and I explained to him very politely again <laughs> that, hey, we're doing okay here. And, and I'm not gone very many days of the month. And, and it takes so very little. And I love what I do. And I'm good at it. And, and thank you, Dad. I appreciate it. Uh, let's talk later. And mm. um, so later comes after the December stretch. And the December stretch was monstrous. I signed up for five in a row instead of four in a small ER where I'm the only doctor there, and I got clobbered. I had worse trauma than I had when I worked in a 50-bed trauma ER with five other doctors. And and I just got pummeled for five days, five nights in a row. And uh, <laughs> crazy, crazy nuts stuff. And so when I got home, I'm, as you might imagine, exhausted. Mm -hmm. And uh, I lay down on the couch, and the Holy Spirit says, so uh, <clears throat> now are you going to let me do something? <laughs> and I said, yes, sir. Thank you very much. I'll let you do whatever you would like to do. I, I'm good with whatever you want. Uh, but you understand that this pays a lot of money. And and anything else I'm going to get is not going to pay that much. So you're going to have to do a lot. So kind of similar <clears throat> to a, a verse we just looked at, mm -hmm. right? Yes. Psalm 127, one of the key verses for mm -hmm. this website and podcast that... It is vain for you to rise up early, to retire late, mm -hmm. to eat the bread of painful labors. Mm -hmm. How many entrepreneurs and business owners can say that? Yes. Yeah. For the Lord gives to his beloved even in their sleep. Mm -hmm. yes. So you do something that makes absolutely no sense. No sense whatsoever. Because at the other key verse we talked about, 1 Corinthians one twenty-five, the, right. the weakness of God is stronger than men and the foolishness of God is wiser than That's men. Right. Absolutely. Amen. So absolutely. you are now doing what makes no sense to your natural mind, economically, financially, professionally, any possible mm -hmm. way, right. giving up your very lucrative ER physician job. And what does God lead you into? Um, you'll never guess. <laughs> the phone ministry <laughs> for $10 an hour. So you go from $300 an hour to $10 an hour. Mm -hmm. I explained that math to God as well. <laughs> I, I, I made sure he understood this is a, you know, um, how many, how, what, what percentage were, were taking a, uh, a one thirtieth? Yeah. One thirtieth. <laughs> yes. Uh, wow. and I'm taking a, and we're going down yeah. to one thirtieth. God, you, you understand that we have rent and tuition and, and you, you need to know this before we go into it. And he says, trust me, I got it. And so I'm okay. It's all yours. And, and I really am going to trust you. I'm not saying that hatefully. It's all you. Hmm. And if, if, if this is what you want, I trust you and I'm going to do what you asked me to do. And it, and it was just 
absolutely miraculous. So we go from, from all this insane amount of just really great money to hardly any money at all. Johnny's, Johnny's had a couple of raises, so he's at $13 an hour, and I go in at 10 bucks an hour. We're both part-time. We can only have 59 hours every two weeks. And so, uh, so it's like, okay. Um, and, and just amazing things began to happen. So we, have, uh, we, we, we had enough money left over from what we had from the ER to finish out rent for a few months and, and pay off the last of that year's tuition. But it's like, well, what are we gonna do about next year? Because this is not gonna pay rent and tuition. It's just not gonna work. And you'll, you'll, you wouldn't believe it. We had thousands <laughs> of dollars come in the mail from the clinic that we closed a year and a half earlier. Jubilee. Yes. Money that should have come in two months after we closed it, but it comes in a year and three months later. <laughs> just when we need it to pay Wouldn't for tuition you know. for the next year. And so hmm. we, we take we take all of that money and we, we say this is going for tuition and we we pay the first third of tuition right then and there. Yeah. Uh, uh, and and oh you'll so we've always been tithers, okay? Mm -hmm. Always been givers. But we really didn't know how to do that right. And when we when we get to school here, Andrew teaches us about partnering. And so when yes. we get here, we partner with Andrew. So we're tithing our 10%, and then we, we partner another 10% with Andrew. Wow, so you're getting up 20% of your income. Oh, well, it gets better. So then Sturman comes, and, and he, he says, we need, we need folks to do this. And the Holy Spirit says... I really need y'all to do that. And we really talk to him about that and let him know so that you understand. So when you say Sturman, you're talking about the Sturman property offering mm -hmm. that for mm -hmm. Andrew to mm -hmm. buy the other... Yeah, the expansion project. Yeah, the expansion project. project. And so, so, so had a serious talk with the Holy Spirit about that and said, you understand there's no money for that. He said, trust me, I got it. Wow. Yeah. So we're now giving 30% of our income in tithes and offerings on 10 and $13 an hour. <laughs> we're paying exceptional rent We've paid a third of our tuition. We have a savings account that keeps growing each month. A savings account that keeps growing with, so, with money. So yeah. you're, let me get this straight. Just just to review here, you gave up the three hundred dollar an hour mm -hmm. physician job. You had given up obviously the prospect of starting a very potentially lucrative based on demographics right. business here in the Colorado Springs area. You're yeah. working for now up to $13 an hour, which is, by the way, a huge acceleration for the phone ministers. That doesn't yes. usually happen that quickly. but Absolutely. So you're all the way up to $13 an hour. You're at $10 an mm -hmm. hour. Now you're giving away 30% of your income, yeah. and your savings is growing? Our savings is growing, and we have one-third of our tuition paid. And one-third of your tuition is paid. So you guys are actually better off overall mm -hmm. picture net worth financially mm -hmm. yes. than when you were making hundreds of thousands of dollars Amen. a year. Right. That's exactly right. And in fact, when we started school on the first day of school this year, 100% of our tuition was paid. Wow. It's all paid. So we <laughs> all have all of this year's <laughs> tuition paid. Yes, yes. And our, our, our savings continues to grow. And, and we are still giving 30% of our income and, and able to give off on the side every now and then to someone who's just in need. Wow. It's truly, you know, God's math uh, makes no logical sense. <laughs> it sure doesn't. Um, and, you know, God truly, pro he truly prospers the work we put our hands to. Mm. Mm. And it's a supernatural prospering that happens when we give and we love his kids. Mm -hmm. He takes care of us. That's right. And we've had money show up in ways that just... It, it makes no logical or even, it just makes no sense how money has just showed up into our lives. Mm -hmm. um, 
I praise God for it, mm-hmm. but it really doesn't make sense. And you how can't, at the right times, like, okay, Lord, you see what's coming, what we need to handle, and sometimes there's been extra work opportunity that would show up, an odd job. There's been, in the medical community, insurance companies chasing you down. To hand you checks. To hand you checks. <laughs> that are a year well, late. Well over a year late. I mean, it's... That with an address, happen. they didn't even have our address. They didn't even have our address. <laughs> how did they find us? I mean, how did they find us in Colorado? Mm-hmm. But these people, and not just one, there were several mm-hmm. that would just come in right at the right time. Mm-hmm. And it was it was God's harvest. Mm-hmm. He, he was in here. Yep. I want to honor you. Mm-hmm. And it was always right at the right time to meet a need above and beyond. Mm. Because every time he did that, he not only met our need, he met somebody else's with it. Mm-hmm. Amen. Every time Amen. he was able to let us help meet somebody else's need. Enough and extra, as Greg Moore likes yes. to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it required obedience. And, and I, God, God bless God, because he knows I argue <laughs> and fuss. But, but I, I have an obedient heart. And, and in the end, I'm always going to give in to what he asks, because I've learned that his plans are so much better than mine. Amen. Every time. You couldn't, you couldn't pay me and make me do it my way now. Not when I've seen what he will do. And, and, and I believe so, they call that a better way. It is a better way. <laughs> it is a better way. Sorry, shameless plug, but that's why we call it that. It exactly. really is a better way. Less stress, exactly. more blessed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, now we're working part-time. Or I'm working part-time. Johnny's now full-time, but I'm yeah. working part-time. I'm not killing myself, flying back and forth and working 12-hour shifts, getting beat to a pulp. Uh, and, and trying to get back here in time to go to school and, and doing that working extra like you were talking about, sleepless, get up early, stay up late, mm-hmm. and that kind of thing, and literally not prospering. Now I'm relaxing, uh, enjoying the Lord. I get paid to love God's kids all day long. <laughs> yeah. uh, awesome. uh, sitting under the Word of God four hours a day, five days a week, it's like sitting at the feet of Jesus, and God is, God is continuing to work amazing transformational changes yeah. he's done so many things in a year yeah. so many things and and we can't even you know we cataloged them for the school at the end of the year we we counted five major miracles wow five major miracles that's not counting the little stuff i forgot to write down <laughs> and so you know he's just been so good to us here and, and, and giving to us and, and, and teaching us and doing things for us. This beautiful home we're in, you know. Is that one and of the major miracles? It was. It was. Walk us know? through that one because I want to make sure that we get that. I know we're, yeah. we're going on a long I, I time right now. I know we're going now, on long. But so, this is so, so I knew this was going to be so chock yes. full of goodness, yeah. but I, you got to tell this story. This is uh, this was truly amazing. Um, the home we were living in right next door to Karis, um, when we closed the house up for the winter to keep the heat in. <laughs> it gets cold in Colorado. Don't have that problem in Texas so much. <laughs> yeah, not so much. Um, but when we closed the house up um, for the winter, um, Jeannie started to get ill. She started developing respiratory complications, severe. Um, and I, I remember we were standing in faith, praying and fasting, rebuking illness, casting out a spirit of infirmity. And, and I'm crying out to the Lord one day. I'm like, Father, my, my, my wife... Her, she had an O2 sat of 80%. Wow. That means not very much oxygen getting through the lungs. And I'm like, if she was in my ER, I would be treating her heavily. Um, wow. And I said, God, what do I do? We're praying, we're standing, 
And the father says, do what's in your hand. I said, what do you mean? We still had some residual medications from the clinic. <laughs> he says, your wife is ill. Treat her. That's what the Lord said. So we began to treat her medically, and she got better. Then it was cycle, and for six months, she had a recurrent respiratory condition that mimicked severe pneumonia. And we ended up having to take her to the hospital once. And after six months of this, she is wore down. And I am frustrated. And at that time, we were both working at the phone ministry, the early shift, the 4.30 in the morning shift. Mm. Uh, so we were up at 2.30 in the morning getting ready. I'm in my shower getting ready. She's in her shower getting ready. And I'm having it out with the Lord. I'm angry. I'm not mad at him. But I'm mad at the devil. I'm mad at the fact that my wife is sick. She's not getting better. So I'm crying out to God, Lord, what is this? Why can't we not get breakthrough? She's ill. We treat her. She gets worse. We're standing in faith. We're praying. We're fasting. What is it, God? We need help. Please show me something, Lord. I need wisdom on what to do. And the Holy Spirit clears a bell, says, move. Wow. I said, move. Like out of your home. Yeah, it never occurred to me. <laughs> move. Uh, are you telling me to move, Lord? He <laughs> says, yes, move. I said, wow. And I got excited. Because well, when you hear from the Lord and you know it's the Father speaking to you, it just energizes you. Mm -hmm. So I went from being mad to being real glad. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm getting out of the shower in the same time my wife is in her shower having the same conversation with the Lord. Wow. She's like, what? Father, I'm tired of being sick. I'm ready to get past this. Why can't I break this? The Holy Spirit tells her, move. So she's getting out of the shower, drying off at the same time that I'm drying off. We are running. We run into each other at the corner, boom, <laughs> to tell each other. God just told us. God just... And she got it at first. <laughs> she, beat me to, <laughs> she beat me to the punch. She said, God, God, God just told me to move. Wow. I said, he told... That's what he told me. What, move, move. We were stunned. <laughs> That's wild. At the exact same time. Mm -hmm. At the exact same time. And check this out. In a market that is so tight. Woodland Park has a very tight rental market. Oh. Especially it's gone during winter. The roof the last two to three after years. all the extra students come in. Yeah. Expensive rent, very limited space. But we took this to our property manager. I said, Jane, my wife's been sick for six months. We've got to find something else. Two days later, we're laying our heads in this place. Wow. This beautiful home. And like, it is beautiful. Let me tell you, I know you guys can't see it on the podcast, but it is beautiful right next to an amazing, beautiful golf course. They've got their own private entrance. It's it's more spacious on just this lower level that you guys live in Yes, by probably four or five times than what I'm living in right now, which is already a blessing for me. Mm -hmm. So... That is just like that doesn't happen in Woodland Park. Anybody who lives up in Woodland Park right now and knows this real estate Absolutely. market, that does not happen. Right. Two days later, we're laying our head in this home. And not only that, but the rent that we had paid ahead, we were one month ahead in rent. Our rent and our deposit transferred over here. So we paid a $400 prorated rent to get into here. And then we didn't have to pay rent for the next six weeks. <laughs> Because everything transferred over. So the Father gave us truly a better living condition, mm -hmm. healthier living condition, mm -hmm. 
Yeah, two weeks later, I stopped coughing. Two weeks later, she wow. was completely healed. I wheezed and coughed for six months and struggled for breath. I mean, I, I could not get air in or out. I lived on steroids and antibiotics for six months, and two weeks after we were here, I was all better. Wow. Yeah. Completely healed. Completely healed. And, and I've never been sick in my life. I've never been sick. I, I've never had asthma, nothing. And, and for me to be sick like that for so long, it was like, what, Father? <laughs> Help! Do something! And, and, and we'd, spent, we'd spent thousands of dollars on antibiotics and meds and, and never, never really got better. And I started getting worse again that and day. And not to mention, you guys are both pretty sharp ER physicians. Mm -hmm. Right. right. So we again, knew when I was 80%, if you came into my ER at 80%, you wouldn't go home. Right. Yeah. I would put you in the hospital and you yeah, would have round-the-clock treatments. Yeah. And, and of course, you know, we didn't have insurance, so we, we really didn't want to go to the hospital. So we, we did everything we could to prevent that happening uh, and, and treated me heavily uh, with multiple rounds of antibiotics and steroids and, and just never got better. And finally, you know, I never asked the Holy Spirit what to do, mm. you know, other than that, than asking him, you know, do we do another round of antibiotics? Uh, but but when, when I finally got, I said, Father, what? He said, move. Okay. Well, alrighty then. And, and So all the medical expertise in the world, all the drugs, everything you could do in the natural. Everything did nothing. That the man had to offer came short. And all it took was one simple moment of hearing the Holy Spirit, which he miraculously confirmed to you immediately yes. and simultaneously. Mm -hmm. Yes. And completely heals you within two weeks. Mm -hmm. Once again, Absolutely. God's ways are not our ways. They His thoughts are not, are not our thoughts, but they sure amazing. are better. Yeah, it's amazing. Wow. So now you guys are moved in here in this beautiful mm -hmm. place, and you're still working at the phone center. Yes. Mm -hmm. You have already gotten full-time status, which is... Uh, Blessing. <laughs> Absolutely. Stratospheric just, trajectory. Yeah, what an honor. Yes, it's just... Wow. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't have it any other way. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's just been amazing. Loving on God's kids. Mm. It is. It is. Seeing people miraculously healed and delivered. And, and Not to mention yourselves. Yeah. No <laughs> kidding. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. You can't, you can't pray the Word of God over people six hours a day and not get changed. Amen. Uh, I call it Karis Gravity because my <laughs> prayers went from my head down into my heart. Wow. And I pray with power and authority today. Amen. Yeah. I have no doubt whatsoever that it's done. And, and that's what doing that and sitting under the Word will do for you. So it's, it's awesome. We could go on and on. Wow. Yeah. Well, it just, you know, continues to blow my mind what happens when we put ourselves in the hands mm -hmm. of the living God. Yes. Who can just see around the corners, who loves us more than we can imagine, who yeah. always has the need. Mm -hmm. And more than just the need he's got enough right. and extra so yes. we can bless other people even though it makes no sense how could that happen it's just right. i just love the way that god shows off to his kids and you guys are such prime examples and i uh, johnny Amen. i cannot tell you how much i appreciate your just authenticity and openness mm -hmm. and sharing your story and just the depth and realness to it and i mean I can't even imagine what he has in store because the devil has definitely tried to shut you guys down on multiple occasions. He has been hard at work. And, and that's something that, you know, I think a lot of people when they move here, they it's amazing and it, you get caught up. And then just like Andrew was saying the first day of school, like 
don't think just because you're here that, that it's going to be smooth sailing from here right. on out. There is opposition. There is opposition. Yeah. We know we win in the end, but there is right. that period of yeah. you know having to contend. Mm-hmm. That's right. But it's it's resting in Him. It's not our own efforts. Yeah. And right. it's faithfully listening and being doers of the word. Mm-hmm. That is absolutely critical. Listening, mm. and uh, when you hear the Lord speak, and just step into what He says, <laughs> and it's just amazing. I mean, mm-hmm. the supernatural manifest. Step into what the Lord says, and whether it's provision, healing, um, divine appointments mm. to bring somebody else to a place of healing Amen. or provision. Um, just listening to that still small, small voice of the Father. Um, it's miraculous. Well, I have no doubt we will probably be speaking again for all the things that God's bringing you guys into. But thank you so much for sharing your lives, sharing your hearts, mm-hmm. and the testimony of God's incredible yeah. goodness and His Amen. better way. I just, from the bottom of my heart, and I'm sure I can't even imagine the ripple effect this is going to have, but I know that people are going to be blessed, set free, and delivered from Praise hearing God. this testimony because it is yeah. by Glory the word God. of our testimony and the blood of the Lamb that we yes. overcome. Amen. It's all about Jesus. Amen. It sure is. It's all about Him. Amen. To God be the glory. He is a good, good Father. Yes. He certainly is. Well, thank you guys so much. God bless you, and we look forward to checking in with you, what God has for you in the near future and the long term as well. Amen. I'm sure we'll be talking awesome. soon. Thank you, Ryan. Thank God you, bless Ryan. you guys. Thanks for listening to this episode of A Better Way Podcast with Ryan Haley. For more information and to discover more episodes, visit abetterwaypodcast.com or search us on iTunes, TuneIn, or any of your favorite online audio sites. If you like what you hear, leave us a review on iTunes or send us an email at ryan at abetterwaypodcast.com. Have a suggestion for who we could interview next? Let us know on our website. Finally, A Better Way is listener-sponsored. Help us to further the message of kingdom entrepreneurship by supporting us financially. You can give online on our website, abetterwaypodcast.com. Again, thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode.